Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. This is a transformative time for Black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Welcome to One of Those, the show that explores the art of sneaker culture. I'm your host, Adam Butler, back with another episode. Thank you so kindly for being here. All right, guys, we have made it. We have reached the end of 2022, and what an amazing year it's been. By the way, it's my first year on Fox, on the iHeart platform, on the Upper Game platform, so shout-outs to them. Man, it's just been so much going on. So today, I'm going to recap it, and then I'm also going to share one of my favorite interviews of the year. I cannot wait, man. But before that, you know what to do. You need to go ahead and subscribe to the Up On Game Network it's been a year. We've been rocking. And 2023 is going to be incredible, man. Incredible. Trust me. You don't want to miss what's going on in 2023 with all of the programming on Upper Game Network. So go ahead and subscribe on all podcasting platforms, but especially the iHeartRadio app. And, of course, go to our YouTube Up On Game Network to stay on top of what's going on. Okay, so we're going to get into my two biggest stories of 2022, and then I'm going to share my favorite interview of the year with you guys in a moment. Um, But before that, I got a quick announcement about this show. After this week, we're going on a two-week break. Okay, there's going to be a two-week break. Also, I want to let you guys know that in February, I will be going on a small, probably week or two break because, there's, you know, as you know, your boy is expecting a little one. I got a little princess is going to be coming into the world around that time. So I'm going to have to devote my time to my family and make sure that my baby girl is okay. But I'm not going to leave you guys hanging too long. But I am going to be doing something really cool in 2023. We're going to be taking this show on the road. That's right now. Listen, my beautiful home studio. I love my home studio. I'm blessed to be able to have one. But we're going to be getting out and we're going to be going to the people, man. We're going to hit the streets. We're going to get to some of these sneaker shops. We're going to talk to some of the people around this area and outside of the area that I admire. I can't wait. It's going to be really cool and a really fresh season three 
of one of those. Twenty twenty three is gonna be gonna be awesome, man. I, I'm I'm super excited. Seriously, y'all, I can't wait to get going with twenty twenty three. I just feel good vibes for it. I think dope things are gonna happen for everybody, man. You know, it's a year and there's always gonna be ups and downs, but I think we're gonna have a positive year. I'm putting it in the air, man. Okay. But twenty twenty two was cool too, especially in the world of sneakers. We had some of the biggest stories in the world of sneakers that we've had in years. You know, sneakers and sneaker culture really made like a transition into true pop culture. Now, for me, it's always been a part of pop culture, but it really made that transition this year. Where And what I mean by that is that some of the stories were bigger than sneakers. It touched politics. It touched religion. It touched social issues. It touched finances. Sneakers were huge this year. And I'm not saying these are all positive things, but it just shows you how big, you know, pop culture and hip hop culture is, you know. So let's jump right into it. Let's talk about my two biggest stories of the year in the world of sneakers. Okay, coming in at number two, and I I have a feeling you guys know what these stories are. I covered these two stories a lot on this show. A lot of cool guests to break down some of the stuff. Thank you to everybody that joined the show. Paul Spam, Mike Sykes, a lot of people that came on and really helped me talk about what's going on um, with these two particular stories. The first story I want to get to is the Kyrie Irving Nike situation. Now, to recap, Kyrie Irving was watching a film or was promoting a film called From Hebrews to, From Negroes to Hebrews, I think something like that. Either way, the film was controversial. Um, it offended the Jewish community. I talked about it on this show. Um, and Kyrie Irving was ultimately released from this Nike from his Nike contract. Now, both of these stories I should note are stories that are going to leak into 2023. And that's why I think these were the two biggest stories of the year. Not be- not just because, obviously, the person involved in this particular story is a superstar NBA athlete, Kyrie Irving, who is an entrepreneur, who is a philanthropist, who is, I think, a good guy, but sometimes can just be a little misguided in what he says and how he responds to people. So Nike dropped him. Nike dropped him from the contract, and it and it became a really big issue because Nike basketball, and by Nike basketball, I mean Nike basketball sneakers. You have lifestyle sneakers like your Jordans and things like that, and the collabs, but Nike basketball is like sneakers that are made for dudes on the court, right, or women on the court as well, and it hasn't been as popular as it used to be. The LeBron model still does fairly well. You know, it's a John Morant, Morant model coming out. A lot of people are excited about the John Morant model. In fact, I think the John Morant may be the, you know, the follow-up to the Kyrie. It may be the replacement for the Kyrie. But the Kyrie Irving was probably that sneaker that I know my son owns quite a few Kyries. You know, it's kind of go-to when you want to just buy, like, the Nike basketball sneaker. Kyrie probably had the most popular line on Nike when it comes to Nike basketball. So this isn't a small thing for Nike to say, you know what, Kyrie, we're going to cut ties with you. This isn't just a uh, whatever. We'll just move on. We've got Jordan. We've got all the collabs. No, this is a big deal for their basketball brand. So the question becomes, what happens with Kyrie Irving? Where were Ky- where 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 will Kyrie Irving sign next? Now, there's a couple of things on the line, but I, I'm, I'm interested, and we'll talk about the next story and the next person. I know who I'm going to talk about next, but 
I'm interested because Kyrie comes off to me as a person who will definitely push the envelope. Now, again, what Kyrie said um, and and what certain parts of that film represent, I don't represent. And, you know, I definitely understand the Jewish community being upset with Kyrie Irving. <clears throat> I get that. So all of that to the side. If you just talk about Kyrie the person, I'm really curious, and I've been talking about this a lot on this show, getting to know and getting and interviewing people that have independent sneaker brands, in specific African-American sneaker brands. That's important to me because sneaker culture comes from African-American culture, right? That's, that's There's no debating that. So for me, I'm wondering if Kyrie Irving is going to seek out an independent brand and try to elevate it. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure, but I'm curious about that. And that's why I think that the Kyrie Irving story is one of the biggest stories of the year when it comes to sneaker culture, because it's going to bleed into 2023. There's going to be a bidding war. It's already kind of started already. There's a few brands. Adidas was in there. You know what I mean? Adidas definitely threw their hat in the ring. You know, I think there's a, a Japanese brand or a Chinese brand, excuse me, that wanted to sign him as well. They, you know, a lot of athletes often go that route because they pay big money. But I'm wondering if Kyrie Irving is going to be the type of person that's going to say, you know what? I'm going to go with a, with a black brand, right? I'm going to go with a smaller black brand and try to elevate them. I'm really, really curious to see if that happens in 2023. Either way, you do what you got to do, Kyrie, to make your money. Again, I feel like, you know, um, I understand the punishment. I get it. I'm not, I'm, you know, you, we, we got to watch what we say about people. You know, we have to always consider what's going on in other people's communities and, you know, you you can't really tell people how to react to certain things. But when it comes to these sneakers, I'm real interested to see what you're going to do, Kyrie Irving. Um, and I'm looking forward to 2023 to see what the next move is. So let's get to our number one story. Hands down, without a doubt, number one story of 2022. So I don't think I'm breaking news when I tell you that the number one story in sneakers of 2022 was Kanye West. Kanye West was controversial and polarizing in every aspect of pop culture and <laughs> social culture, if that's even a term, all year. Kanye West was one of the most controversial figures of the year. And when it came to fashion with the Gap, when it came to, um, to Adidas, yeah, he shook up the room quite literally. Kanye West lost his Adidas deal, lost his... Gap deal. Now, the gap deal, I won't, whatever, whatever on that. But the Adidas deal is a big thing. And I talked about it a lot on this show. I think even to a point where, you know, I'm not going to lie, you know, I think some of the audience was even like, okay, with the Kanye thing. And I understood that because it's, he's the type of person that forces you to talk about him all of the time. And when you talk about his sneaker, it's hard to separate him from the sneaker it becomes about his personal fight and not about the brand which is what we talk about on this show but the brand does matter and here's why it matters because in 2023 adidas has announced and already shown a yeezy sneaker that they're going to be selling 
without Yeezy branding on it. I don't know how that's going to work, y'all. I'm not sure. I'm really curious to see what you all think. I'm not sure. And I've said this before. I said this before Kanye, you know, Kanye's been controversial for years, but before things, the avalanche really just, you know, the snowball just rolled all the way down the hill, right? That Kanye and the Yeezy, excuse me, I was kind of over the 350 for sure. You know, like the 350 is just not in my personal style book, right? It's not something that I want to wear. Um, it doesn't it doesn't fit me anymore. And this is a 350 that they're talking about releasing in 2023. I don't like it. I'm not in love with it. That's not something I want to wear. You know, you do you. But I'm just wondering for the people that are that were really in the 350s, really in the to Yeezy. Are you going to buy the sneaker? Or a question I posed in the show a while back. Are you loyal to Kanye? And even if you're not loyal to Kanye, maybe you feel like you shouldn't, they shouldn't be releasing the sneaker without the branding. Now I will say this. I said it on the show and I'll say it again. Adidas owns that branding. Adidas owns that sneaker. They're showing you in every single way that they do. Okay. You cannot forget that. All right. Also Nike has done this before. Adidas has done this before. Adidas has released a Kobe and Kobe hasn't been part of Adidas in decades. Okay. Nike releases diamond turfs and Deion Sanders wants nothing to do with Nike. Okay. So this is not an abnormal thing. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal. Unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 infinity QX 80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. (laughs) Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my That's my, my day. Day. <laughs> <laughs> 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. It's not. It's it's part of business. And just because it's happening to Kanye doesn't mean it's some like a shockingly unfair thing. That sneaker's gonna come out, but the question is, are you going to buy it? Are you still into it? Are they what are the newer designs gonna look like? Is it just gonna be called 350 supply or is it gonna be called Adidas supply? What's what what is this gonna look like? No matter what, this is an intriguing story. And it's nowhere near ending because, you know, Kanye going to say something the moment that sneaker comes out. It's going to be really, really, really interesting. I will be covering it on this show in some capacity because we can't escape it. But that's my number one story of 2022. And it's definitely going to be leaking into 2023. So let me know what you guys think. What other stories did we miss? Obviously, we only did two, so there's so many. But what story stood out to you in 2022 when it comes to sneaker and street fashion, street culture? Talk to me. Hit me up. Let's get into it. Okay, so, guys, let's get into one of my favorite interviews of the year. And speaking of Adidas, I talked to the king of Adidas, okay, early in the year. Honestly, I talked to a lot of people this year, and it was a lot of great and cool interviews, man. But when I spoke to my man, Shake, I felt like that was, when it comes to sneakers, man, I felt like I was talking to a guy that that really understood what this show was about, um, really embodies the reason why I created this show, um, why I did the movie. You know what I mean? Like, Shake is a guy that is... um, He's just living history when it comes to, especially Adidas, when it comes to sneakers. I mean, this man was rolling with Jam Master J. This dude was torn with Run DMC, man. He's seen things that some of us couldn't even imagine. And me and him only cracked the surface, for real. This is one of those moments I wish I had a three-hour show, man, for real. I, I almost... I almost went there with this one. Sorry, LeVon crew, man. I almost went there with this one. I was about to do a three-hour show, but I couldn't talk to Shake that long, man. But Shake is one of the the, the better dudes I've gotten the pleasure to know in this business. Um, he's a wealth of knowledge. We actually talked about Kanye in the interview. Um, this is before the stuff. And, you know, I did, I told the truth about Kanye, man. You know, when it came to the sneakers and all that, he is a genius. You know, it was, it's, it was like genius promoting and genius design you know um so we talked about kanye but just know that portion of the interview obviously is older this is an interview from early in the year but i wanted to end this year by sharing one of my favorite interviews and that's where my man shake let me stop running my mouth and let's get to it Shake, welcome to the show man what's up my brother how you doing i am doing great man i'm happy to have you on happy to talk to you brother i don't usually like to start with broad questions right <laughs> but I'm going to start with a broad question for you because you, I was saying off mic, your story is so incredible. And it, to me, epitomizes like sneakerhead and sneaker culture. You really go back almost to the beginning. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I want to ask you, brother, where did your love for sneakers start? Uh, You know, like when I grew up, man, I guess like the neighborhoods that I grew up in, you know, like, um, 
it was heavy gang infestation, you know what I'm saying? A lot of poverty. But most of the people that was in the neighborhood always wore like Nike, you know what I'm saying? Like the older, the older models and things like that. And so, you know, I was poor. And so my mother was working and working and working, trying to, you know, make it right for me. So she she ended up getting saving up some money and was like, yo, I'm gonna take you to the store. You know, you can buy, you know, any shoe you want. And I'm like, all right. So we went to the store and when we got in the store, I'm looking around. And so she's seeing all, you know, she's seeing the Nikes just popping. So she like looking like, I know you want these. Then I was like, nah, then I just kept looking around and then I saw a pair of Adidas and I was just like, I want those. And she mm. was like, what? And I was like, nah, I want those. And it, it just, it just like, it just, it just, it just fit me. It just spoke to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm always that guy that when everybody else go right, I go left anyway. So I was like, yo, I said, I, I want, I want those boys. And so as I started, you know, not even, I don't even, you know what, man, it was like back then it was more so the love it wasn't even really like you was collecting to say oh i'm mm. a collector i mm. was just buying the, you know the shit i like you know what i'm saying and then when i met you know running d and j them then it just went to a whole nother level but i before that i was just copying the ones i like yeah so let's talk about that man let's talk about your your how you met jay how your you know uh your friendship how you guys bonded a friendship and just talk to me about some of them adventures man again those stories of you I, I, I watched that interview and your stories are just bonkers bro talk to me about jay man yeah so um i mean you i don't know if we, we had to do a longer episode for me to tell you the full <laughs> full thing uh, but i i just speed it up a little bit for you so i was you know like i said i was young in the hood rapping you know what i'm saying and um so they, you know, had came to Milwaukee one time. So I, you know, I, I was a little dude back then, you know. So I fought through the crowd, got up to the front, passed, you know, passed this uh, guy that was in the Hollis crew named Runny Ray. He passed away, God bless Ray. And so I passed the, my my tape to him, and I'm like, "Yo, call me," you know what I'm saying? So I was waiting. I go home, and I'm waiting, and I'm checking the phone, and I'm like telling people, "Call, call my house right now," you know what I'm saying? To make sure the phone working because I thought that's how it worked. Yeah. But it didn't. And so I'm waiting and checking the phone and checking, never got the call. They ended up coming back, you know what I'm saying? One Another kid that I know knew somebody that was involved in the um, promotion. So he's like, yo, they want to play basketball. So we went to play basketball. And then, um, you know, that was when I got my introduction in New York. You know what I'm saying? What New York basketball was really about. You they know don't what I'm play. Yeah, no blood, no foul. So, you know, so I'm, I'm driving to the bucket. And then Jay just, like, clips me out the air. And I just, like, helicopter spins around. I hit the ground. And I'm like, like, it was like a no-brainer. I'm like, shit, foul. You know what I'm saying? But they was already breaking, going the other way. And I'm like, what? Jay's like, ain't no foul. I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? So, and then after we got done balling, he, you know, he, he was like, he saw my car. I was young, you know what I'm saying? But I had a car. So he was like, yo, who car is this? I'm like, it's my car. He's like, what you doing out here, shorty? I said, I'm living. So he's like, I'm riding with you. So yeah. he can't, you know, got in the car with me. You know, we let the top down. I was like, wait, can you drive a stick? You know, he looked at me like that was the dumbest shit you could ask a grown man. So we got in the car, you know what I'm saying? He's like, put, he like, put some music on. So, you know, I threw in um, Run DMC. You know, I'm fanned out at that time, so I threw in some Run DMC. You know, and I'm looking at him, you know, it's like that. He's looking at me like, like, turn that shit off. He said, how you take this off? And I said, right there. So he ejected my tape, just threw it up in the air, blows off on the highway. And I'm like, yo, you know, you threw my tape out. And he was like, man, I hear that shit every night. I want to hear some other shit, you know, some, mm-hmm. some, play something that's hot. So I think I put in like some MC Breed or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And he like, 
you get the bob in his head. And he's like, who is that? I'm like, MC Breeze, whatever. He's like, oh, shit, he's dope. Where are you from? And, I, and, you know, like, everybody got this false um, perception of rappers. Like, we think Jay-Z living around the corner from Puff Daddy, who lived down the street from 50 Cent, and they all know each other and hang out. And, and it's it's definitely not it's definitely not like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so um, we went to the show. Jay gave me his number, man. And uh, I ended up calling him and shit. We became best friends. Yo, that's beautiful, man. I, I And, you know when you think about sneaker heads and sneaker culture, it always goes back to run DMC, right? We always go yeah. back to run DMC and I can imagine what the, you know, uh, and how that got you introduced into the world of Adidas and all that. We're going to get into that. But when you all were doing your thing back then and you rolling with them, you hanging out on tour with them and, 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 and Jay and your, you guys friendship, did you all realize like, the impact you all were having like on fashion at that time and in sneakers no. specifically? Mm. No. And it's funny you say that because this other kid, um, it's funny the way the way the universe works, but so I was like like around Nipsey Hustle in the beginning, right? You know mm. what I'm saying? And so he was like a really good, you know, friend of mine, good dude. Yeah. And I met this kid that ended up giving me this painting that's behind me. So this that's why it's so crazy the way the universe works. And so this painting came from one of Nip shows and Nip signed it like the marathon continues and shit like that. And so the kid who took the photo just messaged me today. And he was like, the shit got to be surreal, bro. Like just to look back and to know that you was a part of the beginning of the shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, it's crazy. And you're right. You know what I'm saying? And, and no, we didn't know. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of like we was just go- we was just going. We was just living, man. We were just. Yeah taking it one day at a time. And, and then it's like, now you sit back and you see the impact and you just like, damn, you yeah, know? Yeah. That's crazy, man. Why, why do you think sneakers and hip hop are so synonymous? What was it about the hip hop is especially you guys that really just was attracted to the sneaker and the Adidas sneaker in particular? Um, well, you know, like Adidas was the, was the, was the up and coming sneaker at that time in, you know, New York. And, you know, like it was a, it was a heavily, populated sneaker inside the prisons right and so that's where the, the no strings came from because you mm-hmm. couldn't wear the strings in jail mm-hmm. so when coming home back to queens they was having a sneaker zone with no shoe strings in them you know what i'm saying and then that's when the time you know when when run dmc was morphing like that name sound cool now right when you say run dmc mm-hmm. but just imagine russell simmons saying y'all gonna be a group and I'm gonna call y'all run DMC. And then they was like, what? Like, you know, they thought it was the worst thing ever. You know what I'm saying? The ter- worst name ever, I should say. And then um, they was trying to figure out the style or whatever. So it was kind of like, you know, flashing. It was wearing the, le- the tight leathers and the, the furry jacket. So, yeah. you know, they didn't do that. So then they just, you know, Jay was like the, Jay was like the street, Jay was like the street of the group and like the fashion the guy of the group. So then Jay was like, nah, we gonna dress like like how we normally dress, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where it all came from. So they started wearing Adidas and then, you know, Mitch Mackin, like you wear the blue pants, I'm gonna wear the gray top, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And doing it like that. But Jay the one that put all that together. Yeah, no doubt, man. And, you know, a lot of times when we think about like just, you know, we think about the 80s and we think about Run DMC, but, you know, Adidas in particular had a hell of a run in the 90s. A lot of big things happened in the 90s. And I know that you were surrounded by other people. You just mentioned, you know, like Nipsey, you know, I mean, I know you had a relationship with Tupac and others. Um, I don't like the term um, influencer. You know, I think sometimes a lot of people kind of throw that one around. But I do think that Tastemaker may may apply to you, brother. Like, do you feel like and, you know, especially around that time, you know, that. 
<clears throat> you moving around, seeing people like Pac, seeing other people and being like, this is what I got on. And they looking at you and saying, yo, how can I get my hands on that? Was that, was that your experience with, with those folks? Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, bro. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Yeah, because like a lot of times, like when I would get, you know, like, you know, back then, you know, like Adidas was pretty much superstars, white with green stripes, white with red stripes, white with blue stripes. So then they finally started coming up with some different, I ain't going to say, I'm going to say different models, but still that same pattern of stripes on the side. Mm -hmm. And so the superstar was cool. Don't get me wrong, right. but I liked the other models that they had, you know what I'm saying? So I would always wear Adidas, but I was wearing the other shit. I, I only wore superstars shit twice in my life. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Keeping yeah. it real twice in my life. And um, as matter of fact, I take that back once in my life, but, mm -hmm. but anyway, so, um, and so when Jay would see me with the, you know, with the, with the, with the, with the freshness on, he'd be like, yo, what's them? Yeah. And, you know, I tell him and he'd be like, yo, I want them. Like, and so then he starts saying, yo, whenever you order that, make sure you get that, that 10 and a half for me. And I'm like, I right, bet. So mm -hmm. I started getting, so every time. So, I mean, you could kind of see it. Like, you know, if you was like, I, like, I know, cause I was like there, but when you start seeing run DMC photos, like you see the older ones and mm -hmm. you will see them all in superstars. But then when you start seeing like that, when I, you know, like that 88, 85 era, 
when shit started to shift, when I, when Jay started listening to me, you would see Jay wearing different shit than yeah. than than G. And that's yeah. where it came. Yeah, I, you know, I think about just MCs back then, and and you know, uh, athletes back then, and you know, this may sound like an old head <laughs> comment to make, right? But the creativity is like hip hop had a had an abundance of creativity, maybe because it was so new. You know what I mean? It was just starting to become mainstream again. You think about Pac and some of these people, but you know, was it more fun to to um? be able to say to someone like did you have more creative license do you think people were more open to wearing more stuff back then wearing a different pair of adidas because they weren't all caught up on oh this is a you know this person's you know behind this sneaker or that person's behind that sneaker you know what i mean yeah i think like that that's that's crazy we having this conversation because i was just talking to somebody about this but you know back then man the the you know the reason why the music was so good and because it because it, it, it was so diverse but it was like you had you know, you had Randy MC, you had Public Enemy, you had Queen Latifah, you had x you had all these different guys, all was doing well, but they all existed at the same time. And the reason that they existed at the same time was because they was all different. You know what I'm saying? They was all different. Like, they wasn't all trying to be like somebody else, you know what I'm saying? So they was all different. I think, like, the music now is, like, cookie cutter. You know what I'm saying? It's not for me, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. I listen to, I listen to a, you know, like, Drake and shit like that, mm -hmm. but the, the the new super super what is it what they call it mumble rap shit yeah, like I don't yeah. I, I rock with it um I think that music somewhere transitioned from see back then them niggas love music like mm -hmm. we go to the like how you know how you like yo let's go to the club niggas be like yo let's go to the studio mm -hmm. like because we loved music right we didn't we like when music came out like you know like it, a label would push one record but then it would be the but you would go to Hot ninety seven um, or listen to a different record and they played number 13 and you like 13 was hot, but that wasn't mm -hmm. the one because they were just playing what was really hot instead of yeah. now where they got the program directors and they only play what they paid to play and shit like that. But somewhere along the lines, music went from love to a hustle. And now it's just, it's just a hustle now, bro. So now all of these guys, mm -hmm. that's why, you know what I'm saying? Like you got the phones and the TikToks and like, so really you don't really even need the talent like you used to have. You just need a catchy hook. You know what I'm saying? Some money, couple chicks in the back, and you a rapper. And when the, and, and you know, again, that's that sounds like where and where sneaker culture is, right? Like you mentioned before, it wasn't all about collecting love yeah. that some sneaks are meant to not even really be worn sometimes. You know what right. I mean? Some things are just dope, and I'm I love all of that. But like that, that and you know, I'm not getting into resellers and all that, but just the just the idea of hoarding something for reasons other than the pureness of it, like this is a sneaker I want to wear, or I just love it. It's, it kind of sounds like the same with hip hop, where like you know, you got microwavable TikTok. Rappers, you got microwavable TikTok influencers, you know what I mean? And when it comes to the sneaker game, you know, and I just feel like back then, maybe, and you know, even in the early 2000s, it was just a different, purer love for the culture, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think like, you know, like everything kind of shifts in, in whatever uh, culture you in when money get involved. Mm. And that's what kind of like, I ain't gonna say destroyed the sneaker culture, but that's kind of what is hurting it right now because there's so much money involved. You know, like you got, you know, you got old guys who don't know nothing about sneakers. You know what I'm saying? They collect, you know, trying to buy them to flip them and make a couple bucks. And you know what I'm saying? And then it became a thing because then you started seeing guys actually really making hundreds of thousands of dollars off of this. And then you're like, well, it's because it's, it's easy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's yeah. hard to, you know what I'm saying, have the resources to, you know, open up a legitimate sneaker store, right? You can have 
you know, it's hard to get the, you know, you got to have your credit right. You got to mm -hmm. have two years of tax, you know what I'm saying? And then you got to go in there, present your ideas, sell it, sell it to the bank, get them to give you the loan. Now you got the loan, you got the building, but now you got to go pitch yourself to Adidas, Nike, Puma, Rio. You got to talk right. to them and make them understand that why is shake dope or why, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Should Adam be able to put, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. then you got to do that. So, you know, I don't under, I don't know why, man, but we as black people, man, you know what I'm saying? We always take the short, the quickest route to success. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So instead of us putting in the work to try to get there, it's just easier to just open up a resale shop, which mm -hmm. is, and when a resale shop is nothing but, you know, reselling. So, right. and it's just all just morphed into some whole other shit. So the art mm -hmm. of it, it's like it's only a few it's only a few people left man that really kind of care about the art everybody else is just like collectors and people that's trying to just make money man yeah that's definitely true and you know when i think about your story and your experiences i think about the, the communal aspect of it that sneakers is a community all these people you met through, through a love of hip-hop through a love of sports and through a love of sneakers right you know some of the biggest names in the world jam j tupac dipsy hustle all of these people right that you met that just speaks to what i love about and you and i have met through the through the love of 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 sneakers right you know what i mean tj all these other people i've talked to you know what i mean so i just think that community aspect is a big part of it all right so like i said before 2023 is here man and i love all of you guys I am so, so excited about what the new year has. I'm going to see you guys in the third week. Yeah, sorry. Third week of January. I'm taking two weeks off. Um, so I'm coming back my birthday week, actually. Um, and we're going to get into it, man. We're going to be hitting the road. I'm going to be doing shows in here. I'm going to be talking to big guests. I've already got a couple of people booked that's doing some really dope things. I'm going to be talking to independent sneaker designers and sneaker owners. So if you are someone that fits that profile, hit me up. All right. I want to really, really change the trajectory of this show and really, really continue to really continue to, um, you know, entertain you guys and provide information, man. So thank you so much for sticking with me with 20 in 2022. 2023 is going to be dope. Remember to follow the squad, the up on game network at up on game network. Follow the squad, follow the team at on my feet network. Follow me MSR underscore Adam msr underscore adam i have a link tree to everything including my tiktok where i come where i post often okay remember in the new year mind your mental health it is important mind your mental health mind your physical health but more importantly in 2023 please continue and always remember to be great i'm about it here peace Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.